Okay. Oh, let's talk about this movie. Hey, what's up, everyone? Renee Loki Geek here, and I'm um, coming to you from my couch uh, because uh, one, my computer is going through some maintenance right now, and two, I figured you know this is the proper place to talk about Mario Brothers since most of my time, and I'm sure pretty much for most of you, your time spent with Mario has been on your couch, on a seat somewhere playing it through a video game, right? So Illumination Studios has just come out with their latest, which happens to be the Super Mario Brothers movie. And it's been a long time coming to see Nintendo properties up on the big screen. And how did they do? Did they do the property justice? Did they make all the Nintendo fans proud? Well, keep watching. Let's talk about it, shall we? There's a huge universe out there. pressure all right before we talk about the movie i think we should talk about a little bit about the history of illumination and how long it's taken for this movie to actually come up on the big screen illumination studios you should know by now they've been known for such great hits like despicable me the minions secret life of pets they even did that grinch movie and all that so they have a pretty decent track record and when they teamed up with nintendo specifically shigeru miyamoto who was the creator of mario brothers and pretty much the god of nintendo and all that they collaborated and if you go back they met for the first time to discuss about this film back in 2016 by 2018 that's when they finally agreed to go into production that's when they made the announcements of that they're collaborating and then by 2020 that's when everything was starting to go into full motion so it's taken quite a long time for this movie to finally make it to the big screen i'm sure a lot of miyamoto's time was spent in this a lot of people from illumination was spent in this and a lot of fans of nintendo have been eagerly anticipating for this movie and waiting for this movie to come out then we got the announcements about who the voice cast was and that's when floodgates open and of course the biggest concern was well chris pratt is voicing mario and how's he gonna do it is he gonna be too uh, cliche is he gonna be too like campy or whatever the case is you know we've only got snippets and hints of it and even in the trailers they didn't really focus so much attention on it even though we've heard so much other people talking in their roles and all that so i will say this i think he did actually a really good job voicing mario it wasn't campy but it was definitely an homage to mario and it was also like a homage to Italian New York, you know, like the, the Italian's way of speaking from New York. And you get a lot of that um, kind of stereotypical Italian speak, New York speak, you know, between both Luigi and Mario and, you know, amongst all the people from, you know, where they're from. So it wasn't distracting. I got used to it really quickly. And I think it really worked well in this film. Now, with all that concern out of the way, how was the movie? I'll say this. The eight-year-old me would have loved this movie. I think this is the type of movie that any person who grew up playing video games would adore, especially if you are a big Nintendo fan. Yes, this is a Super Mario Brothers movie, but I truly felt like this was a Nintendo movie. This was kind of like a Nintendo homage movie. And the reason why is because there were so many callbacks, Easter eggs, whatever you call it, of all of these classic Nintendo properties spread all throughout the movies. Of course, yes, you get a lot of Mario Brothers references. You know, you get the, the typical characters that interact with Mario through the years, like Donkey Kong, you know, Toad, 
the princess, of course, and all that. So that's not something new. That's stuff that you kind of expect. But if you look in the backgrounds, you see a lot of like little Easter eggs here and there. Now, I don't want to like, you know, kind of spoil anything for anybody, but this is the type of movie that once I have it on digital, I wouldn't mind going back and like pausing through all of these things to kind of like see all the callbacks that they did. And like I said, these are a lot of like classic Nintendo callbacks. So people like me, people of the newer generation who are familiar with Nintendo properties would appreciate this movie a thousand percent. That being said, as an adult, um, my feeling on the movie was that it was okay. It was good. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't like overly great or anything like that. But the one takeaway I will have is saying that I am happy for this younger, newer generation because now they could say that they have this Super Mario Brothers movie that they can call their own. And it's 10 times better 10,000 times better than the crap that we got 30 years ago. That's right. The live action Mario Brothers movie with John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper came out 30 years ago. Where are we? I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. Get me the rock! Tell it, get it, lizard breath! Super Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. <laughs> And it was shit. And that's what we had to claim as our Mario Brothers movie. Good thing we had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. At least that was fun and entertaining growing up and watching that on TV. But with this movie, I am really, really proud and happy for this younger generation to finally have something that's worth talking about, worth watching. I saw this movie at a midnight showing last night. And this week happens to be spring break week, right? So a lot of, you know, students are off from school. So in the theater, it felt like I was in a theater with the specific right audience for this movie. Now, it wasn't packed or anything, but the majority of the people in the theater were maybe early high school students, junior high school students, some little kid, some younger kids and all that. And they ate this movie up. In fact, some people couldn't even stop talking throughout the movie because they were just so hyper excited for it. And every time a reference was made, every time something came up, every time you saw something in the background, everyone in the theater started pointing and calling back and saying, oh, look at that. Hey, that's this. Hey, that's that. You know, and that's why they made this movie. They made this movie to for fan service and it's fan service done right, I would say, you know, because again, I think so many people have been waiting for a movie like this to be finally made and, you know, to kind of pay proper respect to the property. Now it's Mario Brothers, so of course you can't really expect there to be, you know, such an intense storyline, so something that's so in-depth or detailed. The storyline that's there, it's basically almost similar to like a storyline you would find from a Mario Brothers game. It's very cut and dry, very A to B to C to D and all that stuff like that, so nothing very complex, but it does follow a lot of the similar tropes that you would find while playing a Mario game. And it also follows a lot of tropes that you usually tend to find in these, you know, kid movies, family movies, you know, these animated movies. And that's where I find it to be kind of suffering. Because nostalgia aside, you know, callbacks aside, all the Nintendo references aside, when you break it down as far as story, it was very typical. It was very paint by the numbers and all that. And for what it's worth, it was okay. It was fine. I didn't have so much of a problem with it. You know, I found myself chuckling and enjoying things as they happened, but I could see why a lot of people would have problems and issues with that. Maybe they're expecting a little bit more. 
maybe i don't know maybe they're putting this at such a higher level or pedestal that their expectations are way overblown going into a movie like this the one thing that you should be expecting is are you going to have a good time are you going to enjoy the references that you believe and deserve are needed to be made and do you believe that these are the characters that you grew up with playing on screen playing on your little handheld devices like game boys and all that stuff are these the same characters that you're watching in the adventure that they're putting forth in front of you and for that I would say absolutely. I mentioned Chris Pratt, you know, and his voice acting. I thought he did a really good job there. The entire cast was brilliant all throughout. Charlie Day was great as Luigi and they, he played Luigi kind of perfectly. The, the Luigi that we kind of expect Luigi to be. So I thought that he did a great job there. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad was brilliant as well. So perfectly done. But for me, there are three main standouts in this movie. One, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. She was fantastic. And I think a lot of the girls, a lot of the younger women and ladies who are huge fans of Nintendo and maybe fans of this character, I think they're going to walk away loving her portrayal of Peach. During the credits at the end, when they had Anya Taylor-Joy's name pop up as Peach, there was a huge applause from all the females in the audience. So I think she did an excellent job there. Second person I have to call out is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Oh my God. I didn't expect to have Seth's voice be the perfect voice for Donkey Kong, but it really is. It's so perfect. Even down to the laugh, his Seth Rogen laugh, it just seems so perfectly fit for Donkey Kong. And again, he did a really great job with the Donkey Kong character from what you would expect Donkey Kong to be like. But for me, hands down, the best performance ever was as Jack Black as Bowser. Oh my God. He is the pure standout. He does things that only Jack Black can do. And they let him, it, almost as if they give, gave him free will to play the character as he saw fit. And he did such a great job. Bowser becomes a villain that you end up loving and you want to see more of. And at certain points, you are kind of rooting for him, which is not very similar to what you see in the, in the video games and all that. So I was extremely thrilled of how everyone portrayed their characters but for Jack Black specifically if you're a fan of Jack Black especially like you know his musical talents then you're definitely going to appreciate a lot of the stuff that he does here in this movie there's also one other character that I don't want to spoil is by far the standout character in this movie all I'm going to say is that this character is blue and the minute you see this character and hear this character speak you may fall in love with it as well if you've seen the movie let me know in the comments you know exactly what I'm talking about now that this movie is out and you know I'm sure it's going to do gangbusters at the box office. Again, like I said, here in North America, in the United States, this is spring break week. So a lot of kids are off from school. I'm sure they're going to be flooding the theaters, cinemas, going out to watch this movie, maybe more than once. So I think it's going to do really well. That being said, where does this lead Nintendo with their future projects? I do think we could get to see another Mario Brothers movie, especially if this one does extremely well. I'm sure globally this movie is going to do really well, especially in Asia. But the great thing is that this could lead into other possible Nintendo properties probably getting the same treatment. And I think they should strike while the iron's hot, you know, and I think this is a great moment for them to really push forward this initiative in their business plans i think this is one thing that they're kind of lacking right now in hollywood tv all that stuff they haven't really done a lot of stuff in fact i feel like that's like a an outlet that's quite 
empty for them and I think they could easily tap in on it right now. Personally, I would love to see them tackle Zelda and Link because I think a Legend of Zelda, whatever uh, era that they use to kind of create a storyline or tell a storyline, I think that could play really well if they still continue to team up with Illumination to kind of do like an animated version of it. I think right now it's best to stay away from live action because I think live action for the Nintendo properties are gonna be a little tough, especially once you get to the more fantastical um, properties. Maybe they could do something with a Metroid property. I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I think when it comes to Legend of Zelda, Link, all that stuff, Breath of the Wild, I think they should stick to animation because I, I really do feel like that's gonna be the proper medium for a story like that but i'm curious to hear what all of you think you know what other properties should nintendo tackle if they're going to team up with illumination in the future what other properties should they explore and what would you like to see pushed on the big screen but yeah at the end of the day i enjoyed this movie again it wasn't great for me i waited 30 plus years to see this and like i said i appreciate for what they did and i think they did a great job at it I am happy for this younger generation who gets to have this movie as theirs instead of what we got back in our in my day. However, that being said, I gave it three stars on Letterboxd, but I liked it. I really did like it. This is one of those movies, like I said, I can watch again just to pause through some scenes, kind of look at all the callbacks, all the references, all the Easter eggs, have this movie kind of playing in the background. I wouldn't mind watching this with like other kids to see their reactions so i think this is a movie that nintendo and illumination should be very proud of but like i always say at the end of the day it doesn't matter at all what i think what matters most is what all of you think have you seen the mario brothers movie yet is this a movie that you're looking forward to watching let me know all your thoughts and feedback in the comments below that's going to be it for me right now if you are brand new to this channel and you haven't done so yet take a couple of seconds hit that like button subscribe hit the notification bell to get notified every time a new video is uploaded only takes you a couple of seconds as a cost you a thing and it will really go a long way with help building this community and growing this channel and of course if you would like an audio version of this video or other stuff that we do here on the channel just type in low-key geek on your podcast platform of choice where you could find episodes like this to download and listen anytime you wish lastly if you are in a position to further help support the channel and help the channel grow do check out our affiliates found in the description of this video i have a lot of offers that maybe you could find something very cool for yourself or for a loved one and by participating or getting something there you will be helping support this channel at no additional cost to you and for all of your support i am truly truly grateful all right i'm gonna head on out of here i will see you all next time stay cool stay classy stay safe all right peace out y'all